you have a weak gut health, if your gut health is imbalanced, then these immune cells are not healthy either. And because of that, you may notice that you fall sick frequently. The weather changes and you get sick. Um, if anybody around you catches some infection, you are the one to catch the infection from that other person. Welcome to Thriving with Diabetes, the podcast where we empower people with type 2 diabetes. I am your host, Gamden, a holistic wellness coach, helping people overcome challenges related to type 2 diabetes. As a holistic wellness coach, I have dedicated my passion for health and wellness to helping people like you navigate the complexities of diabetes. I believe that with the correct knowledge, mindset, and support, you can manage your health condition more effectively and lead uh, a more fulfilling and vital life. In this episode of Thriving with Diabetes podcast, we are diving uh, deep into the heart of holistic uh, wellness, focusing on a topic that holds massive uh, promise for those navigating diabetes, the connection between gut health and diabetes management. We are joined today by an exceptional guest, project, uh, projector, who uh, is a dedicated dietitian for holistic health and a true uh, expert in understanding how our gut health influences our experiences with diabetes. During this episode, you will not only discover the, uh, the importance of this connection, but also gain uh, practical uh, insights and strategies that you can apply in your daily life. So I'm so excited to have our guest with me today, uh, Project Apte. Uh, as you know that our uh, podcast is all about empowering people with type 2 diabetes to lead a more fulfilling lives. And having an expert like uh, Projecta on the show helps us achieve that goal. Before we dive uh, into our discussion, uh, I would love uh, from a project to introduce herself, share some background about her and what she does. So without further ado, I will hand it over to Projecta. Projecta, welcome to the Thriving with Diabetes podcast. Thank you so much. That was an awesome introduction. And I am so happy to be here as your guest uh, for your podcast episode. So thank you for this great opportunity. Brilliant. And uh, to uh, introduce myself to your audience, uh, I am a registered dietitian. I am a 
registered yoga teacher and I have been uh, working as a dietitian over two decades in United States. I started my private practice called Right Nutrition Works about 12 years back and um, since then um, I am trying to help one person at a time. Eventually, uh, in my private practice, I started uh, to work in smaller groups. So I have group programs that I offer and I also work one-on-one -on -one with my clients depending on what their needs are. Now, back in 2016, 2017, my husband started to uh, experienced some gut-related uh, symptoms and he was constantly feeling bloated and gassy and uh, poor energy. He was not able to uh, lose weight and improve his muscle mass. Uh, complaints of, uh, you know, food is being uh, kind of sit in, your, in, in his stomach for a long time. So all these complaints he started with. And um, of course, we did some research, tried to fix these things um, using some home remedies, which of course didn't help much. And um, after that, he started seeing um, his primary care physician. He also uh, went and saw many different specialists all of them just said that, oh, your labs look normal, you're healthy, you're young, so there's, there's no problem, anything, you know, that we can think of or we don't see anything on your test results. So it must be all in your head. And that was very frustrating because he knew that something is wrong with him, uh, but nobody was able to pinpoint what exactly it is. So Luckily, in this, we uh, came across to a functional medicine practitioner who um, ran a bunch of tests, very specific tests related to gut health on him and uh, did one-on-one uh, -on -one sessions with him. He was successful to identify the root cause of my husband's problems, why he was suffering with all these symptoms, even if his blood work were normal or there was nothing wrong with his uh, lab results. Basically, he helped him come out of this situation successfully and um, my husband soon started to feel normal. And that was like a uh, light bulb went into my head and I thought that, okay, this is it. I am going to now shift my gears and I want to learn more about gut health because in in this journey being with him as a caregiver I realized that how important it is to have a healthy uh, gut healthy digestive system and uh, that's how I started doing more research and um, I realized that it is a foundation to our overall well-being, whether that is your heart health, whether that is your um, autoimmune condition that someone is dealing with, whether you are dealing with diabetes, whether you want to lose some weight, everything gets down to your gut health and how strong or, or how weak your gut health is and depends on that how you are doing. So if your gut health is stronger, you're probably able to lose the weight that you are looking to lose. If your gut health, health is stronger, you're probably able to manage your diabetes better and keep your um, A1C 
uh, more under control with less efforts or if you're if you have a good gut health you will be able to um, able to kind of keep your autoimmunity under remission. So everything gets down to the gut health. So I started doing more research, took some courses, um, improved my knowledge. And since then, I have been closely working with people who are struggling with digestive problems. Brilliant. Very interesting uh, story. So uh, the health issue of your husband, uh, led mm-hmm. you to become uh, or to focus on gut health. Correct, uh, correct. Yep, and, absolutely. Uh, yep. That shows the importance of gut health and what can cause if we are not healthy from inside as well. And, and that is true. Y- you know that about 70 to 80 percent of uh, immune cells uh, begin or being mm-hmm. present in the gut. Um, Correct. Uh, and unhealthy gut may affect uh, the immune system, contribute to disease and impact even the mental health. So Absolutely. I think yeah. uh, we need to dig a little bit about that. Can you give us uh, an overview of the relationship between like gut health and type 2 diabetes. But before that, uh, it will be like uh, helpful if we talk a little bit about uh, the gut health and the immune system and overall uh, health. Sure. So um, when we say gut health, I would like to talk a little bit about um, gut microbiome and it is a term that uh, some of you must have heard before or uh, it could be a new terminology for some of you but essentially gut microbiome is a community of microbes and these are all live microbes in our large intestine as well as in our small intestine but majority of them reside in our large intestine and studies have shown that there are about trillions of these live microbes that we have rather we have more microbes in our body than our own body cells and there are close to thousand different species or thousand different varieties of these microbes so there are variety of bacteria variety of viruses variety of fungi variety of um, yeast so all these are living together and imagine that as a uh, community it is a community of the live microbes uh, inside our gut there are some good friendly microbes in that community as well as there are some uh, bad microbes in that community as well so the good microbes are always um, working hard to keep us healthy mentally physically and emotionally These microbes help with the digestion of food, they help make vitamins, they keep our immune system in check. So speaking about that, um, 75% of our immune cells and immune cells are the part of immune system and immune system protects us from any type of uh, viral bacterial fungal infection that we are dealing with so immune system uh, these cells they they reside or they live in the lining of your gut so essentially when you have a healthy gut 
your immune cells are strong and healthy which means they are going to protect you from any kind of infection that you are dealing with or these immune cells will make sure that infection doesn't even get closer to you but if you have a weak gut health if your gut health is imbalanced then these immune cells are not healthy either and because of that you may notice that you fall sick frequently the weather changes and you get sick um, if anybody around you catches some infection you are the one to catch the infection from that other person i have even seen in extreme cases when people have weaker immune system they get affected negatively with uh, exposure to gas fumes personal care products strong perfumes because your immune system cannot deal with all these things so having a strong gut health is extremely extremely important now going back to the bad uh, microbes in our gut as i was explaining you there were good microbes and bad microbes and good microbes are always trying to help us uh, stay healthy but bad microbes on the other hand they are always looking for the opportunity to create more problems to our health so as long as we maintain a good balance between our good and bad microbes where you have more number of good microbes and you have a larger diversity in your gut microbiome it is considered as you have a strong healthy gut but if you have more number of bad microbes and you have a less diversity then that means you do not have a strong healthy gut so maintaining this balance is extremely important so now let's talk about the type 2 diabetes so type 2 diabetes happens when your body has trouble using the hormone called insulin and insulin's job is to help your cells take this sugar from your blood but in type 2 diabetes either your cells do not respond well to insulin or your body is not making enough of the insulin now here is uh, where the gut comes into play the types and the amounts of bacteria in your gut can affect how your body uses and stores the sugar so if you have lot of certain types of bacteria that like to snack on the sugary stuff then they make things more complicated they might produce substances that make your body less sensitive to insulin and it makes harder for your cells to take that sugar in so having again the balance and the happy gut microbiome is having like a very smooth traffic flow in your body basically and it helps your insulin to work better it keeps your blood sugar levels under check and you can keep your gut buddies or gut microbes happy by feeding them the food that they are looking for which are generally fiber rich foods brilliant very interesting uh, uh, information and uh, there are lots uh, information to focus on and you emphasize the importance of uh, gut health and uh, uh, healthy uh, microbiome uh, and mm -hmm. uh, you just uh, mentioned we need to have a balance uh, 
when it comes to Correct. gut health. Uh, mm-hmm. So let's talk a, a little uh, a little bit about uh, how diet impact our uh, gut health. You, uh, when it comes to managing diabetes, uh, you know th- there is. Uh, there is no uh, denying uh, the importance of d- uh, diet. Uh, a healthy di- a diet uh, is key when we talk about uh, blood okay. sugar levels and how to stable uh, our blood sugar. But uh, my question is, uh, how does the, the food we eat impact our uh, gut health and what dietary choices can you uh, recommend uh, to support uh, our uh, gut uh, microbiome? Sure, absolutely. And uh, to answer this question, um, I would like to make it simple so that listeners can understand better. So um, picture your gut is like a garden. The foods uh, you eat are like seeds you plant. So now if you plant good seeds, you will get beautiful flowers in your garden. But if you plant not so good quality seeds, then you might not get the best results that you are looking for. So with that being said, fiber is like a superfood to your gut garden. It is found in lot of plant-based foods such as variety of fruits, variety of vegetables, variety of whole grains, uh, variety of beans and lentils, variety of um, different types of nuts and seeds and your gut microbes absolutely love it. Uh, Always remember that the good microbes in your gut they are vegetarians. They love to eat plant-based foods. They After eating the plant-based foods that you eat, what they get is a special stuff or a special ingredient that they make. And this ingredient actually helps to keep that balance within your gut microbiome. It makes the lining of your gut very strong and healthy. So think about this lining as a protective wall. So if you have a stronger wall, you are you're going to be safe inside your home. It is very similar to that, that if you have a strong gut lining, healthy gut lining, it is going to prevent you from catching any type of infection. It is going to prevent you from getting inflammation. So always remember that you need to feed your gut microbiome, the good bacteria, the good viruses, the good fungi, uh, the food that they are looking for. Because once they get healthy, they are going to keep you healthy. So make your diet, 70% of your diet should be plant-based. And that does not mean that you need to be vegetarian or you need to change and turn into vegan. Absolutely not. You can still enjoy your meat, but make sure that meat and potatoes is not the only thing in your diet, but you are also focusing on adding all these variety of plant-based foods in your diet so that you're making your uh, gut buddies happy and if they're happy they're gonna keep you happy brilliant very interesting Mm -hmm. and uh, when you talk when you talk about uh, plant-based food 
you mean uh, fiber correct because fiber is essentially the nutrient that is available in plant based foods animal based foods such as if you do eggs or chicken or any other kind of meat that will not have fiber in it naturally present so more plant based foods you eat you're going to get more fiber now as you are increasing your intake of fiber also make sure that you are drinking more fluids especially water so that you are having a balance there many times people will focus on adding more fiber in their diet but then they forget forget to keep their body well hydrated well what happens is all those people will experience constipation mm-hmm. thank you for adding that as mm-hmm. well so uh, sure. drinking uh, enough water is uh, important having uh, mm-hmm. a fiber rich food uh, like plant correct uh, based diet yeah. is very important and uh, correct is there anything about move a uh, movement so to regulate uh, sure. the intense yeah absolutely absolutely any type of movement or if you want to call physical activity or exercise there are different terminologies people use but definitely uh, physical activity of your choice is very important and um, my personal opinion is definitely it needs to be a part of your regular routine you cannot just do it for one or two days in a week and then uh, don't do anything for rest of the days it has to be consistently done at least 5 days a week minimum 30 minutes if you can do more even better but uh, if you're if you have any other health problems if your body doesn't allow you to do more than 5 days a week that's totally fine but minimum um, recommendation is to do 5 days of physical activity minimum of 30 minutes now it just not just help you balance your blood sugar because as you probably know any type of physical movement will keep your numbers blood sugar numbers under control but exercise also has a positive impact on your gut microbiome it actually promotes the growth of healthy friendly microbes in your gut so that helps to maintain the balance within your gut microbiome so that is another reason you want to uh, make sure that you're physically active thank you for sharing these uh, these great information and uh, uh, insights uh, I want to talk about uh, inflammation and you know that uh, inflammation can lead to insulin resistance which you have already mm-hmm. mentioned and have a negative Correct. impact uh, on uh, blood sugar levels how uh, does uh, inflammation in uh, the gut link to blood sugar regulation and insulin sensitivity Mhm so um think of inflammation uh, like a little fire inside your body and um, of course it is inside your body so you can't see it um, outside it happens when your body's defense system gets activated usually to fight off things like infections or any type of injuries that you're dealing with but if this fire sticks around 
too long then it can cause some trouble so inflammation for a shorter period of time is actually a good thing because it helps you heal but when this inflammation goes on and on and on and kind of uh, you know sticks around for a too long time then that can cause more problems now this uh, trouble can affect your body deals with how your body deals with sugar so you see when um, there is too much inflammation it can mess uh, the way your cells respond to insulin remember insulin is like a key that helps your cells open up and let the sugar in but if you are not listening well because of inflammation then it is like it is like the key that is not working properly so basically if your body is dealing with um, inflammation the sugar from your blood cannot get into your cells and then you will notice that your blood sugar numbers are staying on a higher side now this can lead to definitely higher sugar in the blood as i just mentioned which is not what you want uh, high blood sugar levels over time can definitely lead some diabetes related complications if you cannot manage your blood sugar better so again it's like having a traffic jam in the uh, sugar highway because the cells are not opening up like they should be and they are not letting that sugar come inside their cells and that's where inflammation uh, comes into this story so now uh, how we can actually reduce inflammation so eating a balanced diet with lots of fruits vegetables um, variety of whole grains variety of beans and lentils it is like putting a soothing balm on your fire okay and that definitely help you reduce the inflammation uh, you definitely want to make sure that if you're someone who is also dealing with stress so stress can cause inflammation too so stress management is also very very important uh, staying active so physical activity we already talked about that is also important because it helps to get your inflammation under control getting enough rest and sleep both are important um, and uh, all these things will give you a combined effect where your inflammation will be under check and by keeping your inflammation low you will be definitely um, helping to keep the traffic moving smoothly uh, in your body and maintain the healthy blood sugar levels brilliant brilliant thank you for sharing uh, this uh, information and you know when we talk about uh, gut health or uh, mm -hmm. uh, good uh, bacteria we cannot neglect uh, probiotics and uh, prebiotics uh, you okay. know uh, many people mm -hmm. uh, uh, have heard about uh, probiotics and prebiotics uh, prebiotics uh, and they mm -hmm. ask for supplements to improve their uh, gut, gut health. This is like a one way to enhance or strengthen the gut health. So how, does, uh, or how do these probiotics and prebiotics uh, fit into the, uh, uh, the 
type 2 diabetes uh, management through uh, gut health? Sure, and what you said is right that it is one way of managing your gut health by taking pre and probiotics and this is very very important because uh, when people walk into my office and they want to start working with me the question that I get very very commonly from many of my clients is okay but why don't I just take the probiotics to uh, improve my gut health and unfortunately uh, probiotics is not a magic solution to fix your gut to reduce your inflammation to keep your blood sugars under control that is just one part of this puzzle and if you only focus on that piece you're definitely not going to see long-term results however um, including pro and prebiotics in your diet is definitely encouraged and i'm not against pro and prebiotics they are definitely important however you just don't want to give your focus to these two and ignore other things that will not be a right thing to do so uh, think of probiotics as good helpful bacteria that um, set up camp in your gut so they are like um, friendly neighbors who keep everything in balance you can find these foods such as yogurt or kefir or some fermented vegetables um, these are some natural sources of probiotics by eating those foods basically you are um, adding live good bacteria in your body now there are also probiotic supplements available and um, you are definitely it, it is okay to take the supplements however make sure that you're checking the quality of these supplements make sure that they are naturally made they are they are free of any added chemicals and fillers and colors um, so basically choose good quality probiotic supplements or just focus on getting probiotics through your diet um, i personally feel that getting probiotics through diet is a better option because it is more natural and your body recognizes anything that is natural um, and it does not recognize much when it comes to any artificial things. So try to focus on probiotics in your diet uh, so that you get enough of these good healthy bacteria. Now moving on to prebiotics, they are like snacks for these good bacteria. Uh, because prebiotics are the foods that your live microbes like to munch on. They are special fibers. Prebiotics are special fibers that are found in um, things like fruits, vegetables, whole grains like oats, um, vegetables like onions or garlic or artichokes. And when you eat the prebiotics, you're basically uh, keeping your gut buddies well fed and happy so many times people don't focus much on prebiotics they are only focused on probiotics so i have seen many people um, focusing on probiotics or using really good quality supplements for probiotics but their diet does not have any prebiotic foods in them what happens is those probiotics and all those efforts that you are making they are getting wasted 
You're not getting any benefits if you're not including prebiotic foods in your diet. So both are important. Now for people who are dealing with diabetes, this, um, this tag team of probiotics and prebiotics can be really helpful. They can help improve um, how your body handles sugar and insulin. It is like they are giving your gut a little extra boost to keep things running smoothly. So consider definitely adding probiotic rich foods to your diet or choose good quality probiotic supplements. But at the same time, do not forget to load up your diet with prebiotic foods as well. Brilliant. Thank you for sharing uh, this as well. Uh, so mm -hmm. you, are, you are not against uh, probiotics, but you recommend them to go uh, to eat them naturally through fermented uh, foods, for example. There are Correct. some cases where you might need to take uh, uh, probiotics so, as supplements. supplements. Uh -huh. And the second thing you are focusing is we need to feed uh, the good or the beneficial bacteria in our gut, gut by eating uh, food that is rich in uh, fiber, for example, and uh, you just mentioned uh, vegetables uh, as well. Correct. Correct. Mm -hmm. uh, now let's move to the next part of this uh, episode, which which is about lifestyle uh, changes. Without life, you know, without mm -hmm. life, without lifestyle uh, changes, sometimes it is difficult to uh, achieve good health or progress. Uh, so. Yes. Uh, can you share some tips? or strategies sure. to yeah. improve our mm -hmm. uh, lifestyle and uh, overall health. Sure, yeah, absolutely. So I know we already talked about um, importance of fiber-rich diet or fiber-rich foods in your diet. Uh, so again, just to reiterate, uh, make 75% of your diet plant-based, add variety of plant-based foods. Always remember the term, eat like a rainbow. So try to include all different colors of the rainbow for fruits and vegetables in your diet to get wide variety of nutrients, which will also help to develop a diversified gut microbiome. We already touched base on um, including pro and prebiotic foods in your diet. So I'm not going to talk again about it. Um, the other thing you want to focus on is limiting added sugar. So limit your intake of added sugars. Um, too much sugar can lead to uh, an upset in your gut imbalance. It adds more inflammation. So try to cut back on sugary snacks or sugary drinks. Um, and I'm sure your good microbes will actually thank you because it, by limiting your intake of added sugar, you're helping your body uh, have more number of good microbes as compared to the bad ones. And that is what you, you want to do. The next strategy is definitely staying hydrated um, for uh, two reasons. One is you're adding more fiber in your diet and drinking more water will definitely um, 
keep you away from constipation uh, or any difficulty passing a bowel movement. Um, the other thing, uh, well hydration is important because when your body is well hydrated, the nutrients that you get from your food, they are absorbed better. So make sure that you stay well hydrated. Regular exercise, I know we touch base on this as well, but moving your body uh, at least, as I said, for 30 minutes, minimum five days a week is not just good for your gut health, but also for your overall health. Uh, it has a lot of um, mental health benefits as well. So not just physical, but even mentally, you feel balanced and there have been shown that people who exercise regularly, they have less mood swings and less anxiety and less depression. So uh, make sure that you are physically active. The physical activity will also help to keep your A1C under control, keep your blood sugars under control. Now, even if you have a desk job where you're sitting at the desk for six, seven, eight hours, I recommend my clients to get out of your chair every hour or so, maybe just stretch, bend over, do some uh, squats, do some jumping jacks so that the blood is flowing, the food is moving in your digestive system. It just gives you uh, the mental energy that you need. Uh, you know, when you're doing something or working on a project or working on presentation or doing your uh, work, whatever it is. So make sure that you set a timer, which will remind you every hour uh, to get out of the chair and do some uh, stretching and some type of physical movement. Getting adequate sleep is absolutely needed. So aim to get seven to nine hours of good quality sleep. I would say definitely for seven hours for sure. Uh, sleep plays a crucial role in supporting your overall health, including your gut function. So uh, getting good quality sleep is very, very important. The uh, next thing is practice mindful eating. So pay attention to what you're eating, how much you're eating, uh, how many times you are chewing your food, whether you are eating your food in a rush, on the go versus on a or, or in a calm environment. And um, you will, if you start observing these things, you will notice that when you eat your meal, when you are rushing, when you are on the go, when you are meeting, uh, it leads to a different digestion and when you eat your food in a calm environment where you are completely focused on your eating you feel lighter and more energized after that meal so absolutely pay attention and practice mindful eating the last strategy i would like to talk about is reducing your toxin exposure so we are surrounded by toxins. Mm. It is a fact and uh, we cannot deny that. There are tons and tons of toxins in our environment around us, including our home. So definitely there is no way we can completely eliminate toxins or toxin exposure, but we can certainly minimize it. And there are various steps you can take uh, that would be as simple as less use of plastic containers, in your kitchen or definitely avoid reheating food in a plastic container in your microwave make sure that you are using um, 
cleaning products that have less chemicals in them. You are using a good quality air filter, good quality water filter in your home. Make sure that you are using good quality uh, personal care products which have very minimum chemicals whether that is shampoo or uh, body lotions or your makeup products whatever that is so these are smaller steps that you can take to reduce your exposure to toxins around you because uh, this toxin exposure can definitely impact your gut health once your gut health gets impacted it makes the foundation of your health shaky so uh, make sure that uh, you practice uh, these techniques or these practices implement those and uh, consistently make little changes brilliant thank you for sharing uh, this helpful uh, advice uh, really really mm-hmm. sure. powerful uh, <laughs> strategies that people can start implementing uh, they don't have to take it all in once they can do it uh, step by step or gradually uh, I have got another question uh, for you before we finish this episode. What inspiring message or advice would you like to leave with uh, our viewers and listeners, uh, specifically those who are struggling with uh, type 2 diabetes? Mm-hmm. Um, what I would say that uh, don't ignore your body and any kind of symptoms your body is trying to communicate with you so uh, make sure that you address those on time so that uh, things are still under your control if you ignore them then by the time you realize that you need to take action things will be beyond your control so uh, that will be my first piece of advice the second thing is uh, Take smaller steps. Don't feel overwhelmed. I know I shared a lot of different strategies and you really don't need to work on everything that I said. But even if you just pick one or two things, focus on that and stick to those change, making those changes, you are still going to see a difference. You need to be patient with you know, seeing the difference because nothing happens over time. Nothing good happens over time. Nothing bad happens over time. It takes time. So being patient and consistently making one or two changes is very, very important because every baby step you take, it is going to give you big results um, in future. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, How can people uh, find you if they want to get in touch uh, with you or learn more about you and what you do? Sure. So um, I uh, have a website and uh, you can visit my website at rightnutritionworks.com. Uh, once again, this is rightnutritionworks.com. I'm sure there will be links shared in the show notes, but that will be the best place where you can learn about different services that I offer, um, what how I work with my clients uh, and how to reach me because there is my email address listed there my phone number depending on what way of communication you prefer uh, go check out my website and you will find all the information uh, that you're looking for thank you for for sharing your contact information Mm -hmm. I believe that you have got uh, uh, a free workshop uh, 
uh, you want to share with uh, our audience today? Sure. So I do have a um, free uh, workshop that I'm hosting. And this workshop is going to be on uh, November 17 at 3 p.m. Um, Mountain Standard Time. Um, this is going to be done on Zoom. And in this workshop, basically what I am going to teach people who will be attending the workshop is to uncover the lab truths of for your gut balance and for your total well-being so i'm sure um, you some of you have experienced this that uh, your doctors are telling you that your labs are perfect they look fine but you know that something is wrong with your health you don't feel 100 percent good uh, there is a feeling deep inside you that you don't feel healthy and something is out of balance i am going to teach you how to read and interpret your labs so that you can get to the uh, root of the problem that you're dealing with. We will be together able to identify the root causes for the symptoms that you're dealing with. And this way you can take appropriate actions to correct your gut balance and also to have a um, healthier well-being so i'm going to cover the labs called cbc with differential basically complete blood count with differential and these are the common uh, lab tests that your doctor will be ordering or it or he or she must have ordered in past and um, i'm going to teach you how to read those labs and interpret those values that you see on the piece of paper and uh, how to help yourself so that uh, things won't get uh, out of your own control. That sounds uh, very interesting. I highly uh, encourage people to check it out so they can go to your website and uh, uh, from there they can uh, join the the. They can uh, register. Brilliant. Uh -huh. brilliant. Yep, they can register and uh, even if you cannot join me live, uh, do register for the workshop because I'll be sending you the recording later so that you can watch it at your convenient Very time. Nice. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Projector, for uh, that as well. Uh, first and uh, foremost, I would like to express my uh, uh, sincere gratitude for our amazing uh, guest, uh, Projector for generously sharing her uh, expertise, insights, and time with us. Your contribution has truly elevated this episode, and I deeply appreciate uh, the information uh, you have uh, provided. I want also to thank everyone of you, our dedicated uh, viewers and listeners, for being a part of this episode. If you are looking for uh, additional assistance and support, uh, I encourage you to book a discovery call with me at wellnessimpact.org. Uh, During this call, we can uh, discuss your needs and explore how I can uh, provide a personalized uh, assistance while addressing any uh, questions uh, you may have. Uh, if you found uh, today's episode insightful and valuable, I invite you to join our community of people 
who are committed to thriving with diabetes. To stay up to date for upcoming episodes, uh, empowering discussions, uh, uh, make sure to uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. For those who prefer other uh, platforms such as Spotify, you can follow the uh, or the Thriving with Diabetes podcast. Uh, once again, uh, thank you, Projector, for being our guest today. Thank you, everyone, for joining us in this impactful journey. Until next time, take care of your health and keep thriving.